0: Shabbat Shalom, brothers and sisters. Um, We're here today for another Sabbath class. Today's lesson will be called Rise in an Immoral World. Now, today we're going to talk about how you can elevate yourself in a world that's crumbling. Uh, We're going to talk about uh, the path least traveled. How to elevate and separate yourself in a world where immorality has become a normality. We're going to start in 1 Peter's. Five, and we're going to read 6 through 10 1 Peter 5 verse 6 humble yourselves therefore God under the mighty hand of God or, excuse me humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God That he may exalt you in due time. That he may what? Exalt you in due time. Now, that's a key scripture because a lot of times we may think that our works aren't being recognized in a timely fashion or what we deem to be a timely fashion. Read that one more time, brother. Verse six. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. Right. So just because somebody may not give you the adulation that you think you deserve at this time and point doesn't mean that the most high doesn't see your works. Sometimes it's it's just not the time yet for you to be, you know, uplifted or elevated or for somebody to sensationalize your particular works. And this is twofold because a lot of times we come into the truth, we start to change our behavior, and then we're looking for a blessing right away. And a lot of times, majority, it doesn't work that way. You know, um, when you work at your job, you don't get paid tomorrow. You actually have to work a little bit before you get your reward or your payment. Read that one more time, brother. Verse six: Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that He He that He may exalt you in due time. Continue. Verse seven: Casting all your care upon Him, for He careth for you. Continue. Be sober. Be vigilant, because you're adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Now it says, be sober. Now this is talking about physically and spiritually. We must be sober minded during this time of tribulation. Sober minded, which which means we can't be, you know, it wouldn't be wise for us to continuously be a drunker or somebody who's looking to be high all the time. You know, you need to be sober minded. Why? Because read that again, brother. Verse eight. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Think about when you're watching, you know, the Animal Planet or, you know, those types of channels. How a lion walks around. He's looking to devour and eat anything that he can. Anything. So that's the reason why we must be sober minded. Because Satan will... Try to use either us or those around us who don't keep God's commandments right to attack you. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 8. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. So Satan is looking to take us down and destroy us. We always have to be mindful of that. And, you know, for our friends and family that don't follow the Most High God. Or the commandments, Satan will you will a lot of times use them to attack you. He's looking for an entry point. Continue, brother. Verse nine: Whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. Read that one more time, brother. Verse nine: Whom resist steadfast in the faith. Knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. Right. We must resist temptation. Why is that? Because every affliction that you're dealing with, your brothers and sisters are dealing with that same affliction. We're not so special where as you're being tempted with something that another brother haven't gone through or sister haven't gone through. What we have to do is talk to each other, have conversation. A brother may say, you know what? I'm dealing with that same thing. Or a sister may say, I'm dealing with that same thing. Or I've dealt with that in the past. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 9. Whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. Right. So all of us are being tempted with the same temptations. You know, a lot of us say, it's hard for me not to eat pork. Well, you know, it's hard for everybody who ate pork. Or it's really hard for me around the holiday time well, it's hard for your sister around the holiday time, too. So if they can do it, use that as a strength to say, if my brother or my sister can do it, then they aren't stronger than I am. We're the same. We're equal. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 9. Whom resists steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished than your brethren that are in the world. Continue. Verse 10. But the God of all grace whom hath called us into his eternal glory by Christ. After that, ye have suffered a while. Make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. After what, brother? After that, ye have suffered a while. Make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. See, so you will have to suffer a little while. It doesn't just change automatically. How long did it take God? I mean, how long did it take us to follow what God said? How many years did we do what we wanted to do? Celebrate holidays, eat the foods, and then we come into the truth for three months. And we're like, where's my blessing at? Come on, I changed. I want my blessing. It takes time. Just think about how our sins outweigh our righteousness. So you must be patient because settle yourself, right? The Most High will come through. He'll come through on his own time. That's the the whole deal. It shall make you perfect. It shall strengthen you. So the most High trying to figure if he can trust you, therefore he can give you the kingdom. That's the deal. So just a lot of times, you know, I've had people say, well, I thought after I was baptized that these things wouldn't be a temptation to me. And my retort is what scripture is that? Because just because you're baptized doesn't mean that things become any easier. In fact, things become harder a lot of times. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 10, but the God of all grace who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ. After that, ye have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. So, after you've gone through the trials and tribulations for a little while, the Most High will deliver you. Right? Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to Joshua. Let's go into Joshua. Joshua is the book after Deuteronomy. We're going to read Joshua chapter 1. We're going to read verse six through eight. Joshua one and six, be strong and of good courage for unto this people shalt thou devise for an inheritance, the land, which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Now, this was during a time where we were looking for a land. Now, those of us who know history know that the majority of the older generation didn't make it to the land of Canaan, which you would call today Israel only you know Joshua and Caleb actually were the children and they let let us in Moses did not even make it so what he's saying is read it one more time brother verse 6 be strong and of a good courage for unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them so it was an oath that he gave to our fathers but it, the key the operative word is courage it's courageous to follow the commandments that's what this is saying if you you know Take your time. you know. Strengthen yourself in the word and continue to build your foundation on the commandments. There's a reward behind that. Continue, brother. Verse 7. Only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law. To prove to you that it's courageous to follow the law. That's courageous. Why? Because the majority of the world is not doing it. Continue, brother. Verse 7. Only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee, turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper with wither, whithersoever thou goest. Right. So in order for you to prosper, you must follow the commandments. You're not going to prosper if you don't follow the commandments. If you are a person who thinks it's just too hard, it's too strenuous, right? It's I just I just can't get it. You know, you're not going to prosper. To prove to you that no matter where you go, no matter what land you're in, no matter whose family you're, you know, no matter where you're at, if you want to prosper, you must follow the commandments. Read that one more time, brother. Verse seven. Only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law, which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. Continue. Verse eight. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Read that again, brother. Verse eight. This book of law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous and then thou shalt have good success. See, so that means you must continuously keep this word in your mouth. You must always focus and meditate on the scriptures, not because okay, you know I've been in the truth for five years, so you know I'm a, you know I'm gonna just do Christmas this one time. Well, I'm just gonna do this that one time. No matter how old you become or how rich you may become, you must keep these laws in order to prosper, especially Israel. Now you're thinking. It seems like all of the establishments or conglomerates today don't build themselves on this foundation, but they're flourishing, right? Now, you try to use those same business practices that a lot of these Fortune 500 companies use, and in two years, you're going to be broke. You're actually going to be in debt, because we, we can't survive like that. We have to follow the law in order for us to prosper. That's why we haven't been prospering. Look at what have transpired or what have become of our lives up until this point, And I think we can understand why. You know, me personally, when I was in the world, I broke almost 90% of the laws in the Bible. At least 90% of them. And, you know, it wasn't a positive thing for me. I, you know, I, I really didn't have anything to show for it. And I almost lost my soul for that. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 9. Have not I commanded thee? Be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid. Neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee. Whithersoever thou goest. Right. Now. Excuse me. Read that one more time brother. Verse 9. Verse 8. Please. Verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. But thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Right. That means our conversation should be rooted in the most high. Why is that? Because Satan typically uses... Our speech and our thoughts In order as an entry point So when we're talking You know, I'm not saying every every Conversation have to be about what's going on In the Bible, but it should be based in what The Most High wants And you know, that's courage We shouldn't be, you know, speaking in a Undelightful manner We should always think about how the Most High Would speak, you know, how Christ would speak To us in a positive fashion Not about sin, not about Fornication, not about gossip Because that's the way in. Satan is always looking for an entry. Read that again, brother. Verse 8. This book of law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein, day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have a good success. Continue. Verse 9. Have not I commanded thee? Be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Right, so this is an everlasting glory that you will receive. You know, worldly riches and money and people and adulation, it passes away. But if you want an everlasting glory, these are the key points that you're going to want to keep as your foundation in order to flourish or nourish yourself. Now, we're going to Psalms chapter 1. We're going to read Psalms 1 in 1 through 3. Psalms 1 verse 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Now, these are the attributes of a blessed man. man excuse me. Nor standeth in the ways of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord read that again but his delight is in the law of the Lord you must be this you know your delight is in the, the law so the Bible should be delightful for you it shouldn't be like you know it's hard for you to do it's not physical work you gotta you have we must delight in the word when we find out new things or things that we may need to correct about ourselves that should actually make you feel good because now you can make a change a lot of times we have, you know, perpetuated the same behaviors looking for something to change and it's not going to happen. Read that one more time, brother. Verse two, but his delight is in the law of the Lord and in his law doth he meditate day and night and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Now this is a person, a, a person who operates like this will thrive. Read that again, brother. Verse three, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in this season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Now, if you've ever seen a tree near a river, the fruit is phenomenal. The, you know, It's constant. The fruit is phenomenal. The tree is strong. It takes deep root because it's constantly nourished. That water is a spiritual water. Nourishing yourself through the scriptures. If you've ever seen A tree near a river. Just take a look at it. Look at how much fruit it bears. Now, if we do the same thing, we will bear a lot of fruit for the Most High. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 3. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. See, whatever you do will prosper. That's what we need to do. We must delight in this law and not take it as if, you know, it's something negative towards us or as if it's trying to show you that you're wrong all the time. It's, it's not. This is the manual. This is the key to rulership right here. Keep this as a delight. Make this, you know, your everyday conversation. You, you'll prosper. We're going to go to um, John 7 and 37. Go to the gospel. John 7, verse 37. In the last day, that great day of the feast, Christ stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. See? If you thirst, this is how you nourish yourself, through Christ. That means we would need to uh, examine Christ's life to see how he lived. Therefore, we can bear that fruit. That's how you prosper. Continue, brother. Verse 38. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. See, that's that water again. That's that water. This is a spiritual water. You must delight in the law. This is what separates from you from the world. Continue, brother. 39. But this spake he of the spirit, which they that believed on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Christ was not yet glorified. Right. Read that one more time Verse 39 But this spake he of the spirit Which they that believe on him should receive For the Holy, spirit, the Holy Ghost was not yet given Because that Christ was not yet glorified See that water is wisdom Or the Holy Spirit See So you must nourish yourself in order For wisdom to come into you Wisdom is the Holy Spirit We must nourish ourselves And be delighted in the law we're going to Wisdom of Solomon in the uh, in the Apocrypha. Let's go into your Apocrypha, guys, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to go to Wisdom of Solomon. We're going to read uh, chapter 1. We're going to read verse 1 through 5. Wisdom of Solomon. 1, verse 1. Love righteousness. Ye, ye that be judges of the earth... Think of the Lord with a good heart, and in simplicity of heart seek Him. Read that one more time. Verse one: Love righteousness, ye that be judges of the earth. Think of the Lord with a good heart, and in simplicity of heart seek Him. Verse two: For He will be found of them; He will be found of them that tempt Him not, and showeth Himself unto such as do not distrust Him. Continue. Verse three: For froward thoughts separate from God. Read that again. For forward thoughts separate from God. See, so we must fight against those evil thoughts with the commandment. See, a lot of time we get these commandments, we think it's actually to battle somebody else. It's like, oh yeah, my, my mom, she put up a Christmas tree, let me go find that. Or the Jehovah Witness was at my, my door, let me, let me go find something to cut him up. No, I mean, of course you can reprove, but the law was given for us to look inwardly. Therefore, when you start having those thoughts of sin, you go back into that scripture to cut down that spirit. So uh, I can't be a fornicator. The most High said, you know, a fornicator won't make it into the, the kingdom. Yeah. See, it's, it's actually to look inwardly, not to really, you know, per se, cut other people. It's to look inside. Read that one more time, brother. Verse three, for forward thoughts separate from God. And his power when it is tried reproveth the unwise. Right. So if you give you over if you give yourself over to sin, wisdom cannot operate with you. And we hear the question a lot is, do my thoughts, you know, will my thoughts get me in trouble with the Most High? And this scripture tells you right here. Read that again, brother. Verse 3. For froward thoughts separate from God, and his power when it is tried reproveth the unwise. Continue. Verse 4, for into, for into a malicious, malicious soul, wisdom shall not enter. Read that one more time. Verse 4, for into a malicious soul, wisdom shall not enter. Right, see, so if you're dealing in sin, wisdom can't be a part of that. She'll flee. She have to flee. She cannot be a part of that. If you're thinking about, you know, doing illegal stuff, and when I say illegal, I mean unlawful according to scripture, not, you know, legislation from your government if you are thinking forward thoughts the you're not going to you're going to have an issue you're going to have an issue because wisdom cannot stay there wisdom is your is your spiritual gps without this wisdom you're lost you're lost in the sauce continue brother verse 4 for into a malicious soul wisdom shall not enter nor dwell in the body that is subject unto sin verse 5 for the Holy Spirit of discipline will f- will flee deceit. See, read that again. For the Holy Spirit of discipline will flee deceit. See, so if you're a person who practices uh, bearing false witness or gossiping or fornication or not being sober, the Holy Spirit is not going to be able to deal with you. Can s- read that one more time, brother. Verse 5. For the Holy Spirit of discipline will flee deceit. And remove from thoughts that are without understanding. See, so if you have no understanding in your thoughts, it'll flee. Understanding is the law. That's the commandments. Read that again, brother. Verse 5. For the Holy Spirit of discipline will flee deceit. And remove from thoughts that are without understanding. But will not abide when unrighteousness cometh in. Right, so the key here is that the Holy Spirit wisdom only deal with Uh, disciplined individuals. So if you're a person who don't like discipline or you're undisciplined, then you're going to have a hard time. And you're part of the world. You're actually not separating yourself from the world. You're actually partying with the world. Mm -hmm. If you want wisdom, if you want that water, that Holy Spirit, you must deal in a specific manner. So those of us, and we know a lot of people who they hate discipline. They they want to do you know, they have become adults and they're like, I I'm do what I want to do. Can't really tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. They're gonna the most high have a have an issue with you. The most high, the Holy Spirit have an issue with you. So you take that protection away from you. You don't have the Holy Spirit, you don't have protection. Mm. Something may happen to you out there. You may eat something that's GMO and it actually affects you. A lot of times we've eaten things that we didn't even know was unhealthy or GMO, but we were protected. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 5. For the Holy Spirit of discipline will flee deceit and remove from thoughts that are without understanding. It will not abide when unrighteousness cometh in. Right. So we must reign in our mind and control our thoughts. Why? Because, you know, as in your heart will be your thoughts. That's what will come out of your mouth. So we have to control our thoughts and control our mouth. Because why? The Most High say... If you are thinking about fornicating with a woman in your mind, that's a sin because if the opportunity presented itself, you would do it. Mm-hmm. So we must control our thoughts. Not to be a person to say, "Well, I only thought about killing him, but I didn't really do it." That's a sin. Right. That's a sin. We're going to move on to uh, Ezekiel 37. We're going to give you an example of Israel without wisdom. Ezekiel we're going to read 37 and 1 through 11. Ezekiel 37 verse 1. The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones and caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were there were very many in the open valley and lo, they were very dry. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. Right. So he's saying he's he's making a correlation to Israel in dry bones, valley of dry bones. So this is what happens. This is what the Most High viewed us as. This is what Ezekiel was seeing when you're not being nourished by truth and by the Holy Spirit, by by wisdom. Read that one more time, brother. Verse three. And he said unto me, son of man, can these bones live? And I answered. Oh, Lord God, thou knowest. So he's saying, you know, we're so destitute. We're so delusional, our people, that I don't know if they can be resurrected. Only you know. Because we're such, you know, we're dealing with so much evil. Look in our communities. L- listen to the music. The music says it all. Look, look at our sh- the shows that are perpetuated in our society. You're listening to music where they're talking about, uh, you know, um, sleeping with other men's wives. Like you, you, you haven't lived. You, you ain't. You, you never dealt with a, a, a girl that some other cat just dealt with. You never took somebody's girl. See, selling drugs, perpetuating that, mm-hmm. and then we're glorifying that. Actually, we glorify that as if that's cool. We are the valley of the dry bones. That's Israel without law, without truth. Read that one more time, brother. Actually, from the top, please. Verse one: The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord. And set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones, and caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. Right. Continue. Because the thing is, when you look at our people, the only thing that can resurrect us would be the Holy Spirit. The Most High put a spirit on us to be awoken during this time. If that never happened, just think about our people. Just think about what's transpiring right now. There's somebody in a room throwing dollars at our sister right now. Mm. Right now. Just think about it. If it wasn't for the Most High putting that spirit on us, we would die. We would never be resurrected. Because there's no way. How could we? If it wasn't for the spirit of the Most High God. Continue, brother. Verse 4. Again, he said unto me. Prophesy upon these bones and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. See, this is what happens when you don't listen to the word of the Lord. And a lot of our people won't listen. So he's he's showing us in correlation to dry bones. Remember, he said that tree near the water, that water is the spirit. It flourishes. But when you don't have that spirit, this is what transpires. Verse five. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, behold. I will cause breath to enter into you and ye shall live. Right. See, read that one more time. Verse five. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones. Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you and ye shall live. See, so if it wasn't for the most high, we wouldn't live. That breath is known as the wawa, which is the Holy Spirit, which is that same breath that was breathed in the Adam. That's that same breath. Without this, we're the valley of the dry bones. We're destitute. We're destined for damnation. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 5. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live, and I will lay sinews upon you. Now, when it said, actually read 5 one more time, brother. Verse 5. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. See, we shall live through this. Through this prophecy, breath will go into the bones, into our people. Think about that. If it wasn't for the most high and us having understanding, him starting to give us back our culture, who we are, his laws, where would we be at? We'd be gangbanging somewhere. We'd be swinging down poles somewhere. We'd be weighing it up on a scale, cooking, you know, with some crap right now. And I'm not talking about individuals. I'm talking about, think about our entire race, our nationality of people, what our people are doing right now. Just think about that. As a whole, there's individuals who are doing the right thing, of course. But as a whole, look at the behavior of our people. So this is going to be, you know, this life is, you know, a spiritual resurrection. That's what this is. So a lot of times we think, you know, it's going to be a physical revolution. But no, really, first, it's going to be a spiritual revolution. The Messiah had to breathe into us. Because without that, we, we wouldn't make it. And we still don't deserve it. We don't deserve it. That's called grace and mercy. Is when you don't deserve it, when you actually deserve punishment, but the Most High don't punish you. Continue, brother. Verse six, and I will lay sinews upon you. Sinews is muscles, and we'll bring up and will bring up flesh upon you and cover you with skin. See, so now the Most is starting to give us our heritage back, our culture. He's starting to bring that to our remembrance. He's building us back up through that spirit, through wisdom. Without that. With dry bones. you a skeleton. You're ready for damnation. You're ready for death. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 6. And I will lay sinews upon you. And will bring up flesh upon you. And cover you with skin. And put breath in you. And ye shall live. And ye shall know that I am the Lord. Ye shall know what? That I am the Lord. See, I am. The Most High said it many times. His name is I am. Ahaya. Mm-hmm. Ahaya is our God. So, if it wasn't for him, now we see, okay, now I have the the understanding of my holy days. I have the understanding of what not to celebrate. I have the understanding of what to eat and what not to eat. That's the most high putting that on us. That's the most high trying to build us back and establish us again as a people. Continue, brother. Verse 7 So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a noise, and behold, a shaking, and the bones came together. Bone to his bone. See, so now he's starting to bring us together. He's starting to build us back up. Only through our obedience. Only through his grace. Only through his mercy. Because it was nothing I did. It was nothing you did. It was nothing any of us did. It was only through him. Continue, brother. Verse 8. And when I beheld, lo, the sinews in the flesh came up upon them, and the skin covered them above. But there was no breath in them. See, so now we're starting to rise. No breath means no wisdom. No wisdom. Why? Because we just read in the scripture before, wisdom must flee when you're thinking evil thoughts or evil things are coming through your speech. So that's all that's going on in our communities at this time, you know, or in the times before. So without that wisdom, you're dead. Continue, brother. Verse nine. Then said he unto me. Prophesy unto the wind, prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, thus saith the Lord, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain that they may live. See, so that breath, the Holy Spirit have come into us and given us understanding, have changed us inside out, because without that, we would be the world. And the only, the, the problem with that is we can't flourish like the world. They, it seems like they do the wrong thing and, you know, they're elevated. When we do it, look at what happens to us. Look at what happens to our people. Don't think about yourself as an individual. Look at the state of our people. Of course, you've got, you know, you got, you know, a couple people who have money. But look at the state of our people. When you're dealing with, you know, a lot of the Asians, they got the Chinatown. And that's in every major city. You know, the Edomites, they are dwelling with the fatness of the land. So they have pretty much everything. Everybody else is flourishing and they're not doing the right thing. But for you, for us... It's not going to work like that. You have to take that breath in. You must follow the commandments and take a delight in it. Continue, brother. Verse 10. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood up upon their feet, an exceeding great army. Then he said unto me, Read that again, brother. Verse 10. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood upon their feet. An exceeding great army. See? So first it's gonna be a spiritual awakening because why? If the Holy Spirit don't awaken us, we can't be an army. We will be an army. Notice that the most high said once we come together, he'll use us as a lion, which means anybody who, you know, is deviating from the law or perpetuating sin (coughs) excuse me, the most high is gonna send us towards them to be as a belt. Think about a lion. You cannot in a jungle roaming. What can stop a lion? That's how it will be. We must come together with that breath first. And then the Most High can use us as his army as he did once before. Read that again, brother. Verse 10. So I prophesied as he commanded me. And the breath came into them. And they lived and stood up, up, up upon their feet, an exceeding great army. Right. So when the spirit flees from us, you become spiritually dead. That's what happens. So the Most High was showing this, uh, this particular passage as a representation of Israel. To show you that the Most High viewed us as a sinful nation, as a whole. Now, we're going to go to uh, Hosea 4. We're going to get some principles of discipline. We're going to read Hosea um, chapter four, verse five. Hosea four, verse five. Therefore shalt thou fall in the day, and the prophet also shall fall with thee in the night, and I will destroy thy mother. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Knowledge of the commandments. That's that knowledge. We have no knowledge of the commandments. We're eating pork. We didn't even know it was wrong. We're celebrating Christmas. We didn't even know that was wrong. But that's not an excuse because the word is there for you to have it. You got to pick it up and read. Continue, brother. Verse 6. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee, that thou shalt be no priest to me. Seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. As they were increased, so they sinned against me. Therefore will I change their glory into shame. Right, so our sins were as the sand of the sea. We were shameful to look upon. Read that again, brother. Verse seven: As they were increased, so they sinned against me. Therefore, I will change their glory into shame. See, so now that we have, you know, we got some of each of the tribes who have actually made it. You know, you got the the you know the Oprah's, the Jay Zs, you know the Alex Rodriguez. You you have those of our people who actually have flourished, and therefore you can't use injustice as an excuse. You can't say, well, yeah, they're just holding us down. No they're not Because some of us are flourishing Of course a lot of us didn't get it from the most high But nevertheless we can't use that as an injustice It's us The most high view us as a sinful nation Because we have no wisdom Read that one more time brother Verse 7 As as they were increased so they sinned against me Therefore will I change their glory into shame Right we're going to Titus Let's go into Titus I'm going to read Titus uh, 3 and 3. Titus 3, verse 3. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish. Read that again. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving divers lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy. Hateful and hating one another. Right. See, and the, the, we know, as we just examined a few scriptures, a few passages before, wisdom can't dwell with us. Then, that's why we're the valley of the dry bones. Ezekiel said, "I, I don't know if you can. If these people will live again, I don't see any way how. Only the Most High know how we could be resurrected. Only through spiritual intervention. Look at our people: gang banging, pimping." Drug dealing. Prostitution. Look at what we're doing. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 3. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving divers lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. Right. Now, this is the world. Now, we're talking about how to rise in a crumbling world. That's our lesson. How to rise in a crumbling world. This is how. You must have put these particular behaviors behind you because the world is doing every, everything we just read before. The world is doing these things. So how are you any different? How can the Most High differentiate you from them? Not by your color because it's not about color. It's about your behavior. It's about your behavior. Let's go to James. A few uh, books later, afterwards, excuse me. We're gonna read James chapter one. We're gonna read verse twelve. James one, verse twelve. Blessed is the man that endures temptation. Read that again. Blessed is the man that endures temptation. See, you must endure. The Most High is not gonna take the temptation from you like that. Remember, Christ was tempted. This is how you prove yourself: is endure the temptation. You think that, you know, we're better than the most than Christ where, you know, we'll be raptured up or something and we won't have to deal with the temptation. This is how we prove you. This is how you get your reward. This is how you get your reward. Read it again, brother. Verse 12. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation. For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. See, this is how we actually receive the crown It's through our temptation standing in the temptation. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 12. Blessed is the man that endured temptation. For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. See, this is a promise. It's not just to Israel. Crowns go out to Gentiles also. If you endure. That means you can't endure one time, right? Oh, Satan tried me. You know, no, I endured him. But now I'm a fall to it because I, 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 you know, I stood up to it last time, but now it's just too much to me. No, you must endure to the end. The Bible says he who endure to the end shall be saved. Now, you know, a lot of us well, at least in this room. And I'm sure uh, predominantly are people who are dealing with a body. We got to use each other as crutches, you know, express to each other what's transpiring in our life. Ask for prayer. Ask for help. Because you're not going to be able to do it alone. You're not going to be able to do it alone. That's what Satan wants. He wants you to get you know, get on your high horse and just say, you go out there by yourself. You know, I, I really don't learn from man. So, you know. And it's, it's it's funny that people say they don't learn from man. Because then you go to your job from 9 to 5 and you'll do everything a man tell you to do. That That's strange. Especially people who are in the military. You'll go shoot up a building Because your commander said so. And then all of a sudden you're talking about you don't follow a man. When Christ was a man, he set up men. He set up men. So, you you know, we'll argue when there's a righteous man set up by the Most High trying to instill something in us. But then we'll go do everything Esau say from 9 to 5 with no pushback. and. That man at that job may be doing blow at night time. And then he come to your job and tell you, look, I need you to go fold up some clothes or w- whatever, you know. <laughs> See? Read that one more time, brother. Verse, tw- <clears throat> Excuse me. Verse 12. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation. For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. Right. Now we're going to Matthew. Let's go into the gospel, ladies and gentlemen. Because you will be tempted. But that's what make you different. Because even throughout the temptation, you endure. We're going to read Matthew 6 and 21 through 23. Matthew 6, verse 21. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Read that again. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So wherever you put your money or your time is where you're spiritually invested. You're not going to put a million, $1.5 million into something you're not invested in. So whatever you spend the majority of your time thinking about, meditating on, doing, that's where you're spiritually invested. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 21, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. Right. Read that one more time. Verse 22. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in the darkness... How, how great is that darkness Right see So you must be dealing In a spiritual aspect You must view things From a spiritual aspect Because why Everything you see From either a positive Or negative Vantage point That will be how you view everything For instance If you're a thief Then what you're thinking of Everything you see Is how can A new way to steal from somebody Or if you're a fornicator Brothers or sisters Every time you see a brother or yeah. sister You're thinking about How can I sleep with them How can I do that? See, so read it one more time, brother. Verse 23. But if if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness. How great is that darkness. So if you have a dark view, every thought will be guided by that darkness. If you, you know, if you just about, you know, paper chasing looking to make that money you always thinking on how you can make that money that's what's on your mind whether it's illegal you know whether it's gonna hurt somebody whether you got steal to do it sell drugs to do it get naked on a pole to do it that's everything you view will come out of that vantage point now if you're dealing spiritually in the light you will view everything in a positive aspect that's what we must do that's what we must do to separate ourselves and elevate ourselves from a crumbling world That's what we must do. Let's go to uh, 1 Corinthians 13. New Testament. 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 13. And we're going to read 11 through 13. 1 Corinthians 13 verse 11. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. A man or a woman. Because when you come into the truth, you come in as a child. We all come in as children. Relearning. Read that one more time, brother. Verse eleven. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. See, so when we became a man or a woman in this truth, we put away those childish things. Why? Because it's a process. This is not gonna happen overnight. It's a process where you must endure temptation trials and tribulations because what why our whole being before this was brainwashed everything we knew was wrong beforehand so now we've come again like babies and have relearned read it one more time brother verse 11 when I was a child I spake as a child I understood as a child I thought as a child but when I became a man I put away childish things we understood as children why because we haven't been taught We're relearning again. uh, Continue, brother. Verse 12. For now we see through a glass, darkly, but then face to face, now I know in part, but then shall I know even as also I am known. Continue. And now abideth faith, hope, charity, these three, but the greatest of these is charity. Charity is the greatest spiritual gift, charity. And I be seeing y'all, all all of y'all be doing charity. Y'all be giving away y'all stuff, making food for people. I see y'all all all the time. That's the greatest gift. So even a brother who don't have, don't really know precepts like that, you know, may not know too many scriptures like that. That charity is the greatest spiritual gift. That's over, you know, speaking in tongues and all those other things. Charity. Show your love through your charity. And a lot of us, majority of us don't even have anything and we're still giving it up. There's a blessing, there's a reward for that. This is what separates you and elevates you from a crumbling world. We're going to go to Proverbs, wisdom scriptures. We're going to go to Proverbs 4, and we're going to read uh, verse 18. Proverbs 4, verse 18. But the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. Read that again. But the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. Verse 19, the way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 19, the, the way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble. See, when you're in the light, you actually see the snare. You actually see the stumble. Before, we could even see the stumble. we just falling all over the place Setting ourselves back, but now you know what's right, you know what's wrong. So when you see that, you're like, ah, uh, nah, 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 I ain't going in that. Yeah, I can't even take that Buddha statue home. I don't want to fall into that, right? Nah, I can't even go to church on Sunday. I, I you know, or I'm not going to go there because uh, you know when I go there, it's fornication. There, see, through the light, you actually see what is going to happen or what could happen through you know you following through with that particular behavior. Read that one more time, please. Verse 19 The way of the wicked is as darkness They know not at what they stumble My son, attend to my words Incline thine ear unto my sayings Let them not depart from thine eyes Keep them in the midst of thine heart See, keep this truth Keep these words in your heart Continue Verse 22 For they are life unto those that find them And health to all their flesh Read that again Verse 22 For they are light unto those that find them And health to all their flesh. To prove you that everybody won't find it. It said to those who find it. Everybody's not going to find it. Read that one more time brother. Verse 22. For they are life unto those that find them. And health to all their flesh. Alright now. Whatever you let in. Will be your outlook on life. Whatever it is that you let gain entry into you. That's going to be your outlook. Read that one more time please. Verse 22. For they are life unto those that find them. And health to all their flesh. Continue. Verse 23. Keep thy heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. Right. So consistency is key. Consistency is key. Continue. Verse 24. Put away from thee a forward mouth. And perverse lips put far from thee. Right. See. So we got to watch. You know. What comes out of our mouth. Because what comes out of your mouth. Is actually in your heart. So I hear people say all the time. Well. You know. If you don't want me to react like that, don't talk to me like that or don't do that. And that's not a good enough excuse. We can't allow somebody else's behavior to dictate what we're going to do. Because why? If you do it, you're guilty. Regardless of what somebody else have done. If you do it, you're guilty. Read that again, brother. Verse 24. Put away far from thee a forward mouth and perverse lips put far from thee. Let thine eyes look right on and let thine eyelids look straight before thee. Ponder the path of thy feet. Ponder. And, and let all thy ways be established. Right. Continue, brother. Verse 27. Turn not to the right hand, nor to the left. Remove thy foot from evil. See? So don't even go there. Don't even go where you know it's something transpiring that goes against what you believe. Don't even go there. I'm not going to a Christmas party, even though I know about Christ- I'm not even going. I'm not going. Because that can be a stumbling block. Now, I say, of course, you have the right to be able to go somewhere um, and establish truth. But the deal is this. Personally, for me, when I first started in the truth, I didn't go at all because I wanted to at least separate myself before I went in because I'm not going to help nobody. Because if somebody see me there last year and then they see me there this year. But they don't know the reason I'm there. That's an issue. See, I wanted to separate myself and make sure that people knew, you know, for at least the first couple years that I'm not even going to attend because you may mistake my attendance as, you know, me being involved because I was there last year and now I'm there again. And I'm just like, well, I'm not really there to celebrate it. Then why are you there? then? Don't even go there. At least separate yourself first. And once it's established what you do or how you are. Then you may be able to go back because, you know, you're not going to get involved. I'm just, you know, my parents told me to come, you know, or whatever. I'm going to respect them. You know, listen, dad, I'm going to come through. But, you know, after these gifts and all that's opened up, I want to show you, Jeremiah, you know, go there with the intent. Because if you go there and you're not fully out of it, you may get caught up into it. Satan is looking for a way in especially if you're trying to share this information with somebody. Because why? Because they're viewing everything you do and formulating an opinion on you. If you do it, especially in the beginning, then they'll say, you know, next year, come on through, you was there last year. And you were saying the same thing, but you was there. Just, just come on, just do, you know, just do a line. You, you knew the last time. You knew about the truth and you were saying all that. You didn't eat pork, but you ate it. So clearly you don't do it all the time, Right? You picked it off last time. You picked the pork off last time. Just pick it off again. Read it one more time, brother. Verse 27. Turn not to the right hand nor to the left. Remove thy foot from evil. Now, we just want to we wanna show you that when you know there's going to be some sin transpiring there, it would be best, especially in the beginning of your walk, to just separate yourself <laughs> completely. Because you not you know when when I when I need something from God, I want to be able to say. You know, I, I separated myself completely. I didn't even go there. I don't want to have to explain to him, yeah, you know, I stopped celebrating it. I did go for this reason, or I did have that pork that one time because I don't want to do that. I want to be able to say, I, I didn't go. I didn't do it at all. I didn't partake at all. That's how I want to be, personally. You know, I'm a man, so I'm a little bit different from women. But I, you know, I want to hold the most high God to what he said. And I think it's either a yes or no. Did you do it or did you not do it? Not going into an explanation. When I talk to my children, I say, you know, did you do this? Because they start off with a because. Because they know they're wrong. Right away, they're already starting off with an excuse. Did you do it? Yes or no? (laughs) See? Let's move on. Let's go to Romans 12 and 6. Excuse me. Romans twelve, verse six. Excuse me. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. Or ministry, let us wait on our ministry, or he that teaches on teaching. Read that again, brother. Verse six having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. Or ministry, let us wait on our ministering, or he that teacheth on teaching. So that means you must become a student first. You must become a student first because great students become great leaders. If you can't sit underneath of anybody, you can't have anybody sit underneath of you. Mm-hmm. You can't give direction if you can't take direction. Mm-hmm. That's what that means. Read that again, brother, that last scripture. Verse 7. Mm-hmm. Or ministry, let us wait on our ministering, or he that teacheth, on teaching alright now we're going to Hebrews 6 and 10 let's go to Hebrews y'all. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 10 through 16 Hebrews 6 verse 10 for God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love which ye have showed toward his name read that again <clears throat> verse 10 for God is not unrighteous To forget your work And labor of love See so even if you're not Receiving that adulation Right The most High still Views your work And really You gotta be careful With that Because a lot of people They're looking for somebody To tell them Oh yeah 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 You deep or, Yeah girl You you deep See and that's what Satan he'll use that I'm not saying that You can't give a brother Or a sister a compliment But if you're If that's what you're Held up on Is that vain You know That vain adulation That Satan will use that Because you want to be viewed now You want to be seen now We got to be very careful Because Satan is looking to devour He or she who is not on point If you fall asleep at the wheel Trust and believe Satan is coming Read that one more time brother Verse 10 For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love Which ye have showed toward his name And that ye have ministered to the saints And do minister So you know People may not see what your works are, but you know what your works are, and the Most High may know your work. He does know your works. Even if you're not getting the glory behind it, that's okay, because you're not doing it for glory. You're doing it to build yourself and to help a brother or sister out. Even if it's not being viewed, even if you're not recording everything that you do, you know, that's okay, because the Most High still knows. The Most High still knows what you're doing. Continue, brother. Verse 11. And we desire that every one of you do show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope unto the end. Continue. Verse twelve. That ye be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Read that again. Verse twelve that ye be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. See, through faith and in through faith and patience you will inherit the promises. So we can't look to be rewarded right away. A lot of times the fruit, you know, it don't bear right then and there. I always say, you know, farmers, when they plant seeds, they don't go and stomp the ground the next day because nothing sprouted up. Patience will get you what is promised. See, a promise is not a promise unless it's a promise. See, so if the Most High promised you something, you'll get it. You will get it in due time, in your season, as we read. You will get it. Continue, brother. Verse 13. For when God made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself. See, so when the Most High make an oath, he made the oath to himself. He didn't swear on Abraham. He swore on himself to prove, to let you know that it's going to happen. Why? Because the Most High can't say something and it come back void. It's impossible. It's literally impossible. If he say something, he can't take it back. The same way when you say something. You say something to your brother or your sister or your mother. You can't ever take that back. Once it's out there, you you can't then pull it in. It's out there now. The same way when the Most High make an oath to say he's going to give you something through your obedience, you will get it. But you can't rush him, though. That's the deal. You cannot rush him. I know brothers who, you know, they've come into the truth. They did it for a year. Things didn't change right away. So then they just went back in the world. They're like, yeah, God's selfish. He this and he that. I'm like, brother, you, for 40 years, you you celebrated Christmas for 40 years, brother. You went and celebrated Holy Days for six months, and because you didn't get a million dollars, I guess, <laughs> you, you put the book down. That's not righteous. Diligently, consistently, we must do it, even when you don't see it. And that should help you out, just like when you're working at your job. You may not get the paycheck right then and there, but you know it's coming. You're sure that it's coming. And that should motivate you to know, I'm going to get it. It may be off a little while, but I know I'm going to get it. So I'm going to continue to work. Not, oh, I I didn't get paid today, so I'm not coming back tomorrow. It don't work like that. So the same way you have faith in your job, your government, that you're going to get your assistance or whatever, have that same faith that the Most High God will keep his oath. Because the Most High don't break his word at all. You can't, I'm sure nobody, I know nobody in here can... Can name one thing that the Most High said he would do for them. And that he didn't do. Or for anybody else. Especially if you're obedient. Continue brother. Verse 14. Saying surely blessing I will bless thee. Read that again. Verse 14. Saying surely blessing I will bless thee. And multiplying I will multiply thee. Right. So all nations shall be blessed. Through righteousness. Because why? Abraham wasn't just the father of. The Israelites. You realize that, right? Abraham had other nations come from his loins. So all people shall be blessed through righteousness. Continue, brother. Verse 15. And so after he had patiently endured. Read that again. (laughs) And so after he had patiently endured. Read that again, brother. And so after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. See, after Abraham patiently endured, he received the promise. Are you not the same? Do the Most High love Abraham more than he loved you? Of course not. We're all his children. You must be patient and endure. That's that patience. We're dealing in a world where everything's instant. You know? You can instantly go, if you're looking for, you know, whatever answer, you go right on Google. It's right there. Right? Everything you want, direct deposit, right? Everything, everything is instant. The Most High is not instant because why? He's not on my time, he's not on your time. He's on his own time. He's on his own time. Because how long were we on our own time? See, that's how quickly we forget how scarlet our sins are. We we do something right for one year, and then we get angry with him. Well, where is it at? You know, I, I mean, I ain't really signed up to be, you know, see? Because he's trying to test to see if you're doing it just for the blessing, or you're doing it because you love him. Because there's a lot of people who are just with you because they know you got cash. Or you got, you're the ride to the club. I don't have a car, but I know she goes to the club every Friday. I'm with her. See? And then one time you don't go. One time you don't answer the phone, right? Read that one more time, brother. Verse 15. And so, after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. For men verily swear by the greater... And an oath for confirmation is to them an end of all strife. See, so men swear by the greater. So the most high, there is nobody greater, so he swore by himself to prove to you that it will happen. This oath will take place. And it's right in in due season. Because why? If I would have gave you a million dollars when you was fifteen, you wouldn't have it right now. See? Because you wasn't prepared for it. Now I may be able to give you that and you make that last. Right. You go start a business. Right. See, So he can't give you the gift too early because you may use it. You may use it and then lose it. So after I can trust you to be financially stable or economically stable, now I give it to you. And of course, it's not always money. But, you know, what we're saying is that there's a reason why he didn't give it to you at the time. A lot of us, you know, a lot of people who are dealing with drugs and all types of things. If he would have gave it to you when you was in your sin, you probably put it all up your nose and died. Yeah. Overdosed. You probably would have threw it all in the club buying bottles, right? Mm-hmm. So the Most High, no, He's going to give it to you when you can appreciate it. That's when He'll give it to us. So we're trying to prove ourselves to Him, not the other way around. We must prove ourselves to Him. He's the Most High. He's God. We're the creation. He's the Creator. So a lot of times we big up ourselves as if we're more important than we are. When the Most High said he can raise, you know, Christ said he can raise up stones to worship the Most High. He don't need us. He don't need us. The whole deal is if you would have gave somebody, you would have went to the Asians or the Africans or the Edomites and say, listen, I got a land for you. The deal is you got to, you got to, uh, you have to establish my laws, though, not the world's laws. They would have did it already. They would already did it. That's all I got to do is do his laws. He's going to give me land and fortune. Yeah. It's Israel who who's looking for a, a, a way around it. There is no way around it. The way around it leads to the grave. That's the only way around it. For us, at least. That's the only way. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 16. For men verily swear by the greater, and an oath for confirmation is to them an end of all strife. Right, we're going to Second Peter. We're going to Second Peter uh, chapter 1, verse 4-11. through 11. Second Peter 1, verse 4. Whereby, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Read that again, brother. Verse 4. Whereby, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Continue. Verse 5. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge. So, actually, I want you to read, read 4 again, brother. Verse 4. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, Having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. See, so once we receive that promise, we'll be raised to a level outside of carnal flesh. We will escape that lust, that that, that want to want to do a sin. Continue, brother. Verse five. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue and to virtue, knowledge. See, diligence. There's that word again, diligence. You must be consistent. You must work hard at it because where your heart, where your treasure is, there there be your heart also. So whatever you spend in the most of your thought, your your mind space, your time, your money on, because like we said, you're not going to put your money into something that you're not expecting a return on. Read that again, brother. Verse five. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue. And to virtue, knowledge. Right. So, you know, an even greater volume to the Most High's work uh, th- than you do to carnal riches. That same umph that you push, that same time, that same, you know, money, all of that that you put into the world, you must put that in double to the Most High, that same volume. You can't do a little bit here and then, you know, you give your job 40 hours a week. <clears throat> and then you complain about reading the chapter and you want a reward. I know because I was one who did that. I, I told the most high, you know, I'm going to read a chapter a day. And then I was and then I was acting as if you know, I was acting as if I was doing something for the most high, you know. Like reading a chapter a day was for the most high. It was for me the whole time. I said, you know, I'm going to read a chapter a day, you know, every day for a year. As if that was helping him out somehow. <laughs> that was for me. But that's why we do sometimes. Uh, Read that scripture again, brother. Verse 5. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue. And to virtue, knowledge. And to knowledge, temperance. And to temperance, patience. And to patience, godliness. And to godliness, brotherly kindness. And to brotherly kindness, charity. For if these things be in you and abound, they make... They make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Christ. Right. So if these things, these particular attributes grow in you, you will continually grow fruit. That's what this is saying. Place these things in you. Read that scripture again, brother. Verse seven. And to godliness, brotherly kindness and to brotherly kindness, charity. For if these things be in you and abound. They make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the the knowledge of our Lord Christ. Continue. Verse 9. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sin. Read that again, brother. Verse 9. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sin. You were purged from those sins. You were baptized. You turned away from those things. See, did you forget? This was an agreement. You get the promises, but you must do what he said. You must establish inside your heart what he said. This is how you rise above a crumbling world. I understand that it's not popular. It seems like, you know, where you live at, you're probably the only people who know the Most High's name and know about the Holy Days and stuff within a probably 10 mile radius. It is is not as far and few in between. So I understand it's not the cool thing, you know, and Israelites, we love to fit in. I know we all love to fit in and do the same things. We love to be cool, but you know, your popularity will grow in this because why? Because you'll stand out. I've I never had more friends than I have in this room right now. <laughs> Even when I was out there doing the wrong thing, everybody else was doing it. So I didn't stand out at all. This is how you stand out to the most High. We don't care about standing out to other people. This is how we stand out. We're walking with our head down. And once we start following these laws, we actually look up. We're actually looking up now. Now we understand what's going on. Before we just walking with our head down. Don't, don't even know. Read that one more time, brother, please. Verse nine. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Wherefore the rather brethren give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if ye do these things, ye shall never fall. Read that again, verse ten. Wherefore, the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. Right, I'm not guaranteed to make it into the king. None of us are guaranteed to make it into the kingdom. My, you know, my card is not punched. Neither is any of yours. That's what it's saying. So, ensu- to ensure that you're going to make it into the kingdom, read it again, brother. Verse ten. Wherefore, the rather, brethren. Give diligence to make your calling and election sure. Right. For if ye do these things, ye shall never fall. Right. Give diligence in order to make sure your election sure. Because right now, none of our, none of our, we, we don't have the plane ticket right now. None of us have the ticket to go in. We don't have the Willy Wonka ticket right now. None we of do. us. No matter who we think we are, how many laws we think we follow. So to ensure that you must be diligent in following what the Most High commanded of us. All of us, including me, probably to a higher degree. All of us. Let's go to Hebrews 11, brother. Hebrews 11 and 1. Hebrews 11, verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Read that again. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Substance is something... Tangible, something you can touch, that substance. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 1 Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Right, see, so everything we see came from the invisible. You had to have faith. Everything we see came from words Let there be light Let there be this Let there be that Faith is what it's going to take Read verse 6 brother Verse 6 But without faith It is impossible to please him Read that again But without faith It is impossible to please him For he that cometh to God Must believe that he is And that he is a rewarder Of them that diligently seek him See So we must believe he exists And that he's a keeper of his word. That's what this is saying. We must believe that he exists and that he's going to keep his oath. Even if you don't see it right now, you may not see it right now. That's okay. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. All right, jump to verse 24. We're going to read 24 and 25, brother. Verse 24, by faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. See, it took faith for him to walk out of Pharaoh's house because why? He was in charge. He had everything he needed. It took faith to know that he would be delivered. He said, listen, I'm going to go suffer with my people. That took faith. He was in charge. He was righteous. He had everything he needed for him to put that down and go be with us, to free us. That took faith. Read that one more time, brother. Both of those scriptures, please. Verse 24. By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. See, so he chose to suffer with his brethren. Read 25 again. Verse 25, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. See, because sin only lasts for a season. That pleasure only lasts for a small amount of time. Yeah, you can go sell drugs and sell your body and get money, but what happens after that? Because eternity is eternity. And that's what we got to realize. Sin for a season is fun for that time, but what about after that?
1: What
0: about after that? Because it, it's no, there is no YOLO. You only live once. That's what they want you to believe. You don't only live once. We all know that there's a life after this. So if you live like that, sin is only for a season. Think about what Moses did. Moses had it all. He was righteous. He had the gold. He had the food. He lived in a palace. He said, you know what? I'm going to turn away from what is unrighteous and I'll suffer for that. That's okay. Because we all can go do something illegal and make money. Making money is easy. It's very easy. Everybody can pick up something that's illegal and make money just like that. But you know what? We're not going to do that. We're going to suffer. We're going to be righteous, be with our people, and get it the right way. Yep. That's what That's what we need to do. That's how we separate ourselves. That's how we separate ourselves because I hear brothers say all the time, you know, or, or sisters, you know, I had to sell drugs. I had to do it. I, you I know, had to feed my family. And I'm thinking... Brother, you was eating well before you was a drug dealer. What are you talking about right now? Why are you making it seem like, sister, before you were swinging down the pole, you wasn't eating? See? Read that one more time, brother. Verse 25. Choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Sin for a season. Uh, jump down to verse 36 through 38, brother, please. Verse 36. And others had trial of cruel mockings and and scourgings. Yeah, moreover of bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned. They were sawn asunder. Read 36 again, please. Verse 36. And others had trial of cruel mockings and scourgings. Yeah, moreover of bonds and imprisonment. These are the afflictions of those who suffered in faith. Continue. 37. They were stoned. They were sawn asunder. Were tempted. Were slain with the sword. They, they wandered about in sheep skins and goat skins, being destitute, afflicted, and tormented. These are the trials of faith. This is the trials of faith right here. Continue, brother. Verse 38. Of whom the world was not worthy. Read they, that again. Of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. The earth was not worthy of these people. The earth is not worthy of you all. The earth is not worthy. Don't give yourself for something that don't deserve you. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 38. Of whom the world was not worthy, they wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. Now remember, without faith, it's impossible to please the Most High. It's impossible. So even though you may not be rewarded right now, you got to have the faith that that reward will come. You got to have that faith. The same way you have that faith, For your job. The same way. The same way you have faith that, you know, when you turn your key in the car, it's going to start up. See? So we have faith in everything else but the Most High. You may not see it right now. That's okay. Just know it's coming. It's invisible. Just like everything here wasn't here until it was here. See? Let's go to Galatians. Galatians chapter 6 verse 8 Galatians 6 verse 8 for he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption but he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting see that spirit, that wisdom that righteousness you get will be everlasting you know riches, you know money run out right? houses get destroyed through floods right a high is only for but a moment. Read that one more time, brother. Verse eight for he that soweth to the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth of the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. See, so if you're looking to fulfill your flesh, there's sin is at the door for you. That's what's at the door for you. If you follow what your flesh want, sin is at the door. But if you feed your spirit, feed your spirit with that water, that wisdom. Put yourself as a tree near that water. What you're going to get is everlasting. That's what I want, everlasting. This this life is a mere speck that passes away. This is nothing. This is nothing. And it's not to say you can't have fun. We can have fun, righteously. Righteously. So we have to separate ourselves and elevate ourselves from those who may be trying to get us to go down the wrong path. Because why? Satan will... Use those who are not walking that path as you Am I saying leave your family? Of course not That's not what I'm saying Leave your friends? No What I'm saying is separate yourself though You're my friend, we talk on the phone and all that But I'm not going out with you Why? Because you could be a gangbanger Somebody shoot up the car, I'm in the car, what? See? So, you know, if you're going to deal with me You got to deal with me on my time That's how it's going to be you come to me, you come to Bible study, you know, we go out and do something righteous. But I'm not following you to your world. You're going to follow me to mine or it's just not going to happen. Because why? We can't be unequally yoked. Because why? If you got two, you know, two bulls pulling in a different direction, they're not going anywhere. They're just staying still. It's just stagnant. See? So people will deal with you righteously if you force them to. But if they know they can always get you to come to theirs, then why would they ever... Right? If you, if they, you always the one who compromised for them. When are they going to compromise? When are they going to come to your Passover dinner? When are they going to come to your Bible study? Right? When? When are they going to do something righteous that you want to do? No, it's always us saying, you know what? It's my family or it's my friend. You know, I really don't go out, but I'll just do it. When are they going to do that for us? Right. Oh. So we got to be very careful with where we spend our time. Why? Because you're valuable. Your time is valuable. Time is the most important commodity. Why? Because you can't get that back. You get money. That's easy. You get cars. That's easy. Your time, you cannot get back. That's your most important commodity, is your time. Read that one more time before we move on, brother. Verse 8. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth of the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. Let's go to Matthew 6 and 24. Matthew chapter 6, verse 24. we got a few more scriptures. We're going to close it out, brothers and sisters. Matthew 6, verse 24. No man can serve two masters. Read that again. No man can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Mammon translate to money. You can't have two masters to prove to you that it's only two masters. If you're not following the Most High, by default, you're following Satan. See? So if your holidays or holidays don't have anything to do with the Most High, then it has something to do with Satan. There's only two masters. There is no, I'm just doing me. I used to think that. I used to say, you know, I'm just I'm not ready right now. I'm just going to do what I, I need to do. And then I'll come back to that. You know, I'm going to get this money first. Well, you know, you're you following Satan by default because there's only two masters. There is no doing what you want to do. That's Satan. Satan. You celebrating that day or whatever, you know, for whatever you claim it's about, you serving Satan because that have nothing to do with the Most High, period. Read it one more time, brother. Verse 24. No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to one and despise the other. Right. So it's crystal clear. You either are going to follow one or the other by default. If you're not following what the Most High say. By default, no matter how good of a person you think you are, or people may hype you to believe you are. Oh, he's so nice. He, he does this and he does that. But he, you know, he's not following the Most High. He doesn't doesn't follow anything the Most High says. Whoever you follow is your master. So if you follow the Most High, that's your master. If you, you're you a servant to the Most High, if you're following Satan, you're a servant to Satan. That's how it is. It's only two masters. Only two. No matter if it's our friends, if it's our family, if they're not following the Most High, at this point, they're following Satan. Not to say that they can't change because we all followed Satan. All of us. I did things every day that could have got me 40 years in prison. Every single day. But somehow, the Most High woke me up the same way he woke you all up. Somehow. So, it can happen. But right now, you know, I can't, I can't be around that. I can't go there. I can't hang with you like that. You know what I mean? I'm not spending my daily basis. I may see you every now and then, but I'm not, you know, every day or three, four times a week hanging with somebody who's not focused on what I'm focused on. Mm -hmm. If you want to be a millionaire, guess who you need to hang around? Mm -hmm. You need to hang around millionaires. You don't go hang out with homeless people if you're trying to make a million dollars. It just doesn't work. (laughs) You got to hang around those who can encourage you and help build you up and elevate you to what you want to be or what you aspire to be. We have to be each other's crutches. You can't lean on somebody who's not going to give you good counsel. Because the counsel they may give you could be sinful. They don't believe how you believe. And Satan is just looking for that. That that make him happy. To see you, you dealing like that. You usually typically hang around those who you're like. I, I, you know, parents all the time they think oh so and so is a bad influence on my son when usually it's your son that's the bad influence mm-hmm. we never want to believe it's us we never want to believe it's our kids they hanging out because they're alike they're doing the same thing mm-hmm. sisters too they like the same things that's why they're hanging out they're the bad we're the bad influence we gotta choose Just pick a side pick a side pick a side right <laughs> hey Let's go to uh, Matthew 7 and 13. Just one chapter over. Matthew 7 verse 13. Enter ye in at the straight gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. Read that part again. Enter ye in at the straight gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in thereat. See? See? So why does that gate to destruction? It's popular. It's trendy. It's what everybody's doing. They all going to the same place, okay? They all going there, and that's what's trendy. That's what's popular. Anything that's trendy or popular is not of the Most High. <laughs> Trust and believe that, because that gate is narrow. You know, somebody who just, they just yeah, you know, I, I just go there. I go to church on Sunday. It's a million people, billions of people going to church on Sunday. It's billions of people in Christianity. It's billions of people celebrating Christmas. People in other on other continents are celebrating Christmas. I found out today from my African that Africans celebrate Christmas. I'm like, what? The majority of everybody's gonna do the wrong thing. That's just how it is. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 14. Because straight is the gate. Oh, excuse me. Verse 13. Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction and many there be which go in thereat continue 14 because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life and few there be that find it narrow so that means there's going to be stipulations there's going to be rules therefore it's going to weed out the tares. see and that's what we want we actually need these stipulations to know if we can trust you well I can't just trust you because you're a nice person I can't do that. everybody's a nice person serial killers are usually the nicest people. didn't you notice that? See So it' got to be some way that I can test your level of commitment. That's the only way. Let's go to uh, Deuteronomy 11 and 27. Deuteronomy 11, verse 27. A blessing. If ye obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you this day. You'll be blessed if you keep these commandments. It's simple. It's very simple. Follow the commandments and watch your blessings come. You won't even be able to stack the blessings. You'll be trying to give them away. You'll be having too many blessings. Like, oh my goodness. Lord, just keep giving it to me. Lord! (laughs) (laughs) Just follow the commandments. He didn't ask you to give him a million dollars. He, He... He's just asking you for your obedience. That's all. Guess what? How hard would it be for you to follow this law? I'll give you $1.5 million at the first of the year if you don't eat pork, don't celebrate no holidays, and don't spend money on the Sabbath. How hard would that be? Exactly. See, everybody would do it then, wouldn't they? Oh, oh, hold oh on. Listen, get that pork out of my face, man. You know I ain't going to church on no Sunday. Turn to this $1.5. See, so it's not hard. The way people try to make it seem like it's hard, it's really not that hard. Your motivation is just incorrect. Because if somebody told you, I'll give you free room and board for five years, right? I'll give you free room and board for five years. I just need you not to celebrate no holidays and don't eat no pork. Okay. For, you know. Everybody would do that. See? So we all can do it. It's just, are you motivated to do it? it it's going to be uneasy. It's meant to be uneasy, so the most I can test you. It was uneasy for the, for Christ. Remember, Christ said himself, if there's any other way that you can take this cup from me. So Christ wasn't God. He had to go through it. You got to go through it too. You got to go through this. All of us. When we say uneasy, we mean spiritually uneasy. Why? Because you're not used to doing it. Physically, it's easy. But spiritually, it's uncomfortable for you because it's new Remember it said that there is no new affliction which means all brothers are struggling with the same thing All sisters are struggling with the same thing you think, it's, you, know, you think we don't want to eat a pork chop maybe now and then We used to love pork chops You think we don't want to go to the club on Friday sometimes Or go to the bar or something We all love doing that But it don't matter what we love It's unlawful for us Therefore we don't do it regardless of how we feel Your feelings can't outweigh your righteousness That's just it For all of us I, I'm not saying it's not fun I just can't do it that's all that's not that's all and it's not easy it may look easy from the outside you don't know we tearing ourselves up in the inside like man I should go out there right now I should go out there you don't do it of course in your mind you, you're playing with it but you don't do it the Most High will deliver you from that temptation always will He'll never put something on you that you can't handle and what if you're being tempted never say you're being tempted by the Most High God the Most High God don't tempt He may test you That's Satan tempting you God don't tempt us Uh, Read that one more time brother Verse 27 A blessing if ye obey the commandments Of the Lord your God Which I command you this day Right now let's go to uh, 1 John 5 and 3 1 John 5 verse 3 For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not grievous. Read that again. Verse 3. For this is the love of God. That we keep his commandments and his commandments are not grievous. See the commandments aren't hard. So anybody who's saying that they are is a liar. Because why? The Most High said they're not hard. When you go in the store. Don't buy pork chops. How hard is that? How hard is that? Go buy one of the other 4 million things that's in the store. Right? Right? If you want to give gifts, why don't you do it on December 28th? See, that's not hard, is it? No, you've got to do it on December 25th, right? You've got to have that tree, right? It's not that hard. Read it one more time, brother. Verse 3. For this is the love of God, that we keep His commandments, and His commandments are not grievous. To prove to you that it's easy. It's easy. Once you get through it for a while, I know it, it's you're not used to it. But once you're doing it for a while, it, it becomes second nature to you. You're, it's, you're delighted in it, right? I love coming to Sabbath now. Before, I'm like, dang, the sun went down. I can't even do it now. Now I look forward to the Sabbath coming. It's like recharging me, put that battery in my back, right? Some people they're like, man, another holy day. We just did a holy day, man. Oh man, fringes. I gotta get fringes. It's easy. You just got to change your mindset. Why? Because the Most High said, "If your oh, if your eye be evil, then everything evil." It's your vantage point, how you're looking at it. You got to change how you look at it, and it'll become easy. Because just like we said, we change your vantage point to say you'll have you know you'll get one point five million or I'll give you ten thousand dollars eat at the first of every month if you don't eat pork, crab, shrimp, lobster. Don't celebrate no holidays. Don't go out on Friday nights. I would, me personally, I'm getting at 10 racks every first, okay? <laughs> See, so there's a higher reward than that. Mm-hmm. But if you could do it then, then why can't you do it now? You could do it now, you don't feel like it. Right. So just be honest. It's not hard. You just don't want to do it. That's all. And that's okay, because we're we, we going to do it. Mm-hmm. We're going to do it. Those of us <laughs> in this room and those of us listening online, we're going to follow the commandments. It's typically probably nobody listening to this broadcast that's not looking to follow commandments. Or why would you be listening to this podcast? It's the commandment keepers. So majority of our people are looking to be liberated and freed. And we know the only way for that to transpire is through our obedience. Now you must be patient. We're going to prove to you that. Psalms 37 and 7. Psalms chapter 37, verse 7. Psalms 37, verse 7. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Read that again. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Fret not thyself because of Him who prospereth in His way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Right. So it's saying rest in the Lord. Take your time. Understand that you're going to get it. Don't force yourself to do something that's unlawful because you see somebody else doing something that's unlawful, and they may seem like they're flourishing. Read that one more time, brother. Verse seven: Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Fret not thyself because of Him who prospereth in His way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. See, so if you get something through, you know, through wickedness, it will pass. You will lose it. You will lose it. So don't be looking at people. I used to do that. I'm like, dang, he's selling the drugs. He's getting away with it. hey, like, how does he keep getting away? He's not getting caught. Maybe I should just go ahead and do it. Man, he ain't getting caught. Maybe I should just do it. Nah, nah. As soon as you do that, you're going to be behind bars. Yeah. Especially for your sake because you know the truth. You can't go back. Yeah. If you go back, especially those of us in this room, if you go back, the most high going to kill you. I'm just going to be honest with you. You know too much. You know too much to go back and act like you don't know it. The most high going to take you out. Why? Because the wages of sin is death. That's where death comes from. The wages of sin. Death is at the door. You must be patient. And the Most High will give you exactly what your heart desires. Because He cares about what you want. He cares about what you want. To an extent after you do what He said. He'll give it to you. But you must do what He said first. It's just like with kids. you know. I'll let you play that game. But I told you to clean up that room first. So once you clean up that room... Clean up your house, your your temple. Then, then you get what you want, and and that's only and that's that's how it works. You can't force the Most High's hand. I used to try to do that. You know, I used to be angry with him, like man, I, I ain't never going to church again if I don't do that. And then I was back in court again, like Lord, please, I'm going back to church. Just just help me out. So if you try to force His hand, you gonna be waiting all day long, cause you can't force His hand. He don't need you. If you don't do it, there's a million other people who will do it. He don't need us. So let's become part of the solution and not part of the problem. Read that one more time before we move on. Verse 7. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. We're only saying that because we understand there's always a quicker way to get what you want, that money, that reward, right? There's always a quicker way But if you be patient And get it from the most high Then nobody can take it from you If Satan give it to you He gonna pull it back When he feel like pulling it back If you get it from the most high God And it's established through righteousness Nobody can take that from you Nobody We got three more scriptures We're going to Romans 12 and 12 Romans chapter 12 Verse 12 Romans 12 verse 12, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer. Read that again, brother. Rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing, continuing instant in prayer. Right. See, so patient in tribulation. We got to be patient. Continuing in instant prayer. That means continuous prayer. Not okay. When you need something, just pray. After you get what you need, continue to pray. That's what this is saying. Just because things are going right for you now don't mean stop praying. And that's why the most high I say it's hard. it's you know it's hard for a rich man to make it into heaven because if you have everything, then why are you praying? See, what are you praying for? Your bills are paid. You got twelve cars, you got all the girls, all the guys, right? All the shoes, everything you want. Your health is good. You can afford everything. That's why it's hard. That's why it's hard. That's why he gotta bring us low to establish that relationship with us. Therefore, when he brings us up. He can trust us because even though you got the money now, you was then. You, you, he remembered that times when you didn't have it, and you remembered that, and you was faithful even when you didn't have it. You was faithful. If you were faithful when you had nothing, and you know those pressures were weighing on you, then I can give you things, and I know I I can trust you. That's how it works. That's how it works. Let's go to um, let's go to let's go to Second uh, Peter two and twenty one. That's our last scripture. 2 Peter 2, verse 21. For it had been better for them not to have known the way of the righteousness than after they have known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. Read that again. For For it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than after they have known it To turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. See, so what it's saying is, it was better for you to never have the understanding, for you to get the understanding, and then result back to what you know is already wrong. And a lot of us, we get angry with God, and then we start to rebel, because we don't understand. How can there be a God? This is happening, and this is happening, and this is happening. So then, in turn, we become atheists or something like that, right? Because we're trying to get back at God. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 21. Verse 21. For it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than after they have known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. Continue. Verse 22. But it is happening to them according to the true proverb. The dog is turned to his own vomit again and the soul that was wise to her wallowing in the mirror. Right. So a dog will vomit something and then go eat it again. That's what this scripture is saying. A dog with any of us who know who've had a dog know that a dog will throw something up and then go right back and eat. See, so it'd be better if we never knew the truth than for us to, you know, partake in the truth and then revert back because things aren't moving as fast for us. Uh, You know what? I I tried to do the holy days for a year. Things ain't turn out right. I'm going back to do what I do. Back to Christmas, back out on the Sabbath, right? There's people that we know personally that used to be a part of our church who was doing the right thing. They knew what the right thing was and they reverted back. And that's not going to be good. We don't wish evil upon nobody, but that's the oath of the Most High God. You cannot gain the understanding because you don't have grace now. You don't have mercy. The mercy was when you didn't have the understanding. You've been sinning for 25 years, 30 years, and I ain't killed you yet. That's what the Most High saying. I should have killed you back then. That's what he's saying. So don't go back. You be patient in the truth. We want to say shalom, blessings, and sinna. Kwam Yashrallah. Kwam